grab a beer. We'll put college football in your ear. Let's rock and roll. I got mine. Yo, what up? Big Ten backers, thanks for joining us. We are back for more. We got a hell of a big-ass show for you. So go ahead, hit those likes, hit those shares, hit us up with your comments. We'll talk about all those comments in between each segment or around each segment. So get on here. Let's go. Let's get some love going. What do we got coming out? What do we want to start off with, huh? Oh, we're going to start off with, man, Florida State. To the Florida big, State. big news, maybe. Florida think about State, this. baby. Think about hey, this. man, we've been calling it for two weeks. They are coming to the Big Ten. Today is just a process of getting there. All right. What I've read today is more confirming evidence that Florida State's joining the Big Ten. Yahoo Sports reported it today. Brett McMurphy reported it as well. Well, everyone's really reporting it now that Florida State's Board of Trustees is meeting to explore the options to leave the ACC. It has started. The process has begun. And uh, Brett McMurphy also said today, written obviously, uh, that the earliest they can leave is June 2025. And there's some big numbers being thrown around, man. What do you got? Big numbers, man. Let's see. Florida State. They're making 30 mil in the ACC. Obviously, they want to move. They had friends conference members in the playoff committee that get left out of course these fools want to jump ship you join the big 10 you join the sec not only can you double your income if not more this is every year you're talking about 30 mil 40 mil every year more every year if you just jump ship plus it seems like the acc ain't got your back so why not man like one but you know what they're talking about money AJ, they're talking about like between three and five hundred million for the grant of rights for them to break it so, I mean, when do those numbers balance out? That, that is extreme. And they have their grant of rights signed through 2036. I mean, you got to be able to fight that because that's not standard. You know, there's no other conference that signs it for that long. It's like they held them in there. There's got to be some loopholes to get out of that. I mean, Disney got them, man. ESPN yeah. got them, boy. Gotcha. I mean, they seen them falling, themselves falling apart when Rutgers and Maryland left and and they freaked out. Maybe not Rutgers, but uh, Maryland. Left. <laughs> they freaked out, man. They freaked out. And then event Rutgers got a better team. ESPN right now. took full advantage. Disney took full advantage. You're like, oh, are you scared that your conference is going to fall apart? Here, sign this ten year deal, and yeah, get you forever. Oh, the, fucking. The problem it, is man. they signed it, man. You don't sign. They did shit sign like it, that, dumbasses. Yeah, and now they can't but, go to the table and get more money. I thought if they added teams that gave a chance to renegotiate the contract and they could open it up, but I guess not. This is what I read. I read that ESPN had a deal with them. If they had 15 teams or more, then they couldn't, they didn't need to restructure. So they added those three teams in Cal, SMU, and uh, who was the other one? Easily forgettable. Stanford. Stanford. The only one that really mattered. (laughs) (laughs) Uh, If they added those three, then it, they, there wasn't a restructuring deal left. So the ACC just added them really quickly so that they didn't have any ways out of the grant rights. And why 15? I don't know. But that's just the way the deal was written. Man, that's some big numbers. Florida State's finding a way. They're, they're wanting to just pay it. They don't want to be on the back burner anymore, man. They want to be the real deal. And I, I get it. Florida State's I mean- a program. That's a lot of money, too. So it's not just being in a better, bigger, better place. It's bringing in a bigger, better wallet, man. And you're talking 30, 40 million difference. You're talking about if you're Florida State, teams like Northwestern, Vanderbilt make 
way more money than you. Are you serious? Like if you're Florida State, you're gonna be like, are you serious, ACC? You you can't you can't do me better. You can't do me yeah. better. Yeah. And not only that, you can't even get me in the playoffs. We got people on the board. And you can't even get in the play. I'm out. I'm out this bitch. See you. Yep. Time to I'm leave. Out. No doubt about it, man. But yeah, they're getting together. Florida State's trying to figure out a way to get around this. And not only if they can't get around it, can we get some funding, pay our way out of it? So they want to move, boy. And they want out. And they want out now. What do you think? Hey, AJ. Looks like man. Uh, I, the conferences are going to lead. The conferences are going to lead, man. It's going to be Big Ten, the SEC, and everyone else left behind. But I forgot to mention, man, did uh, we have our segment coming up that is crazy popular. Matt does Vegas, where we do the bets. Did he land yet? Is he back from Vegas again? Uh, he's this not week? back from Vegas yet, but he's he's getting there, man. Of course, he's going to. So we might do it. the segment at the end of this show, or we might have to do it later, depending on when he lands. Well, we'll see how it goes. He'll be in here. We got this. I got Seattle, faith, Matt. Man. Got, got faith, faith in it, man. All right. But man, continental well, shifts are coming in college football. I don't know what college football is going to look like by 2025, 2027, 2030. You're talking seismic shakes, man. Oh, yeah. Oh, man. Co- continents are moving. Pangea, college football is coming. It's going to be a mega conference, man. It's going to be. I mean, there, it's already started 18 in the Big Ten. I mean, oh, it's already there. It's just how many more dominoes fall. But let's move on, man. Let's get to the Big Ten. It's Big Ten Roundup time, baby. Well, Here we, we go. Big Ten Roundup. Of course, we got Big Ten Bowl games, and we got Utah versus Northwestern. You got two teams here. Northwestern winning four out of its last five to get bowl eligible. Brown is the interim coach. He did so well down the stretch they gave him the job. You got some major defenses here between the two. You got Gallagher, 110 tackles for Northwestern. You also got Aiden, who was up there as one of the best sackmen in the Big Ten. Seven and a half, or no, seven and a half tackles for a loss, six sacks on the season. He's going to lead this team. Utah, old pig farmer himself, is going to be moving on. But before he moves on, he's going to play in one last bowl game for Utah. And the reason why he's moving on is, you guys know, Cam Rising is coming back next year for Utah. So he's going to find himself a new home. But, Beef, how do you see this one shaking out? Two defenses going at each other. Utah does have two wide receivers. One's preparing for the draft. One is sitting out. What you think, man? I mean, like you said, Utah, man, they're tough. They're a tough team. They've been tough all year. Uh, they lost their pig farmer, man. Uh, but he's playing this last game, which I find very interesting. I think I wish more people would do that. Throw their team under the bus and be like, yo, I'm gone. Play that last game, man. Your teammates have been with you all year. I mean, you've developed a good relationship with them. I get it when people are going pro and stuff. But if you're transferring, play that last game with your team, man. Let it roll. Uh, but yeah, Northwestern, a hot team. Is that weird to say? Three of their last four. It is three, three, three straight. Uh, It was against your boys, Wisconsin. They put a whoop down on Wisconsin, man. They did take take Bucky the Badger. We got our own man, (laughs) Willie the Wildcat. We'll bring you, we'll bring you Willie and the Wildcat. But in addition, they beat Illinois and Purdue, which you know are not the best teams, and it's the Big Ten West, so who knows? But they're against that vaunted defense, seventeenth in the nation in Utah, and Utah. It's just too established right now. I did not see them losing this game. They have the 84th offense in the nation uh, with those Utes. Not great, but not Big Ten West bad. So <laughs> Northwestern, close, close. Northwestern another ten. A, nah, you need another. Yeah, you need another twenty. <laughs> I mean, they're <laughs> they're in the hundreds. They're in the triple digits, man. That's that bad. Uh, actually, Northwestern's one twenty one. Okay. Wow. Well, yeah, and a lot of the Big Ten West is. 
It's bad. At least they've never had to lean on good offense to beat teams. They just kind of do enough. And yeah, I mean they're they're forty second in the nation in defense, so that's reasonable. Uh, they have a plus ten turnover margin, which is also great. Big Ten West. I have a rule of thumb, man. Don't expect much out of the Big Ten West. Utah is comfortable here too. Uh, they've played in Vegas before. Two out of the last three years, they won the Pac twelve title in Vegas in twenty twenty two and twenty twenty one. So this is going to be like a regular occurrence for them. I see them uh, taking on Northwestern and telling them, go back to Chicago with that L. Go back to Chicago. You got a pick in this game? You going to make a score Man. prediction? I'm going to pick a low-scoring game here. I'm going to give it a 17-13 win for the Utes. What about you, B? I could, yeah, I, I'm thinking like 17-3. to <laughs> Seriously. That 17, good defense, 20. that horrible offense. 121 in the nation. One, one, two, one. That's all. It's definitely going to be a low scoring affair. There's no doubt about that. Ain't going to be a lot of points. Not, not, not at all. Hey, we got some comments, man. Let's hit the comments. Hit them up. We didn't forget about you guys. Let's see. Villain says, I'm sorry. I didn't get on there. I was preparing for the podcast. Yeah. It says we are live through college sports villains. Check those guys out, man. They do a little SEC love. Yeah. Wish I could have got on there, man. I was preparing for this. Yeah. We need to come on there sometime. Florida State to the Big 12, where they belong. Man, that doesn't make make any damn sense. Unless they give them more money to go there. Unless they're making more than the other teams, they're going to be in the same damn situation. No, it's like, yeah, it's like jumping ship to landing one exactly the same as you left. It's like, I want to trade my Impala for an Impala. I'm, I'm good. <laughs> uh, Utah in a blowout. I can see it being a blowout. Uh, yeah, I, I can see that. Yeah. Points. It's going to be a Big Ten West blowout, which means you won 17-3. to three, like Yeah. That's a Big Ten West blowout. That's what I'm calling. <laughs> we got Dominic in the house. Northwestern playing yeah. with the house money, but Utah gets the win. He's not wrong, man. No one expected Northwestern to be here. But Utah's yep. the better team. I think we all agree. Maybe they'll that. come out with a purpose, man. You never know, but I doubt it. Josh Adam. Big 10 offers more academic, athletic, and research and develop money than the Big 12 or the SEC or Florida that's State. True. Absolutely not why. If you want research That's a great money, point. Big 10's where it's at, especially now that they killed the Pac-12 because Pac-12 was the only other team in running form as far as academic, financial. Yeah. They don't have that AAU membership, which the Big 10 almost requires, but they have apparently $400 million in research grant, which is great. Um, and, and, and that's and mother football for- money, man. That's not they're shooting for five hundred million this year. Yeah. Mm-mm-mm. So boom, they're in. And then he says Utah for the win. Apparently, right, one more comment, and then we're gonna move on. We are Penn there. We State, go. Notre Dame, UNC, Miami, and Georgia Tech will tag along with Florida State to the big. I'm assuming he's saying that's a lot of. I don't know Ooh. if we're going that big. Pangea Conference, right there, boy. Huge. But anyways, let's move on, man. We got another Big Ten game. We'll come back and hit the comments. Uh, after every segment here. Uh, but we got Bowling Green versus Minnesota. Another, Ooh. we shouldn't have been bowling, but we made it bowling. Minnesota team here. <laughs> mm, they looked really, really bad down the stretch, losing, what, their last four games of the season. And yet they still get to uh, reap the award of going bowling. They get to play Bowling Green. Callie Lickamianus is no longer the butthole of Minnesota. He is moving on and hitting the portal. <laughs> hey, man. Somewhere else. He's looking for AJ. greener pastures. Not led man. by PJ Fleck. He must have ran out of Fleck coin. He's got no more money in the machine. He's got to go. AJ, uh, man, that was one of our words this year. He's <laughs> ruining it for us. No, he we're going to miss that, him. 
he took that punchline away from us. Maybe, <laughs> maybe he'll end up somewhere and playing a Big Ten team and just playing so poorly we get to pull out the Cali licking my anus again. Oh, Cali Ackmanis gone. I thought that was like kind of that was kind of a highlight for Minnesota. I mean, they had a developing quarterback. If he was going to stick around two more years, that would have been nice. But apparently, the transfer portal told him to leave. Yeah, that was our first episode. We were on our road. First episode every. That's true. Game, yeah, we hit the road. We go to a Big Ten game every weekend, and our first game was Nebraska. Sometimes uh, two Minnesota in our very first podcast. I oh, we went to two that weekend. Caliac Manis. So I just said Cali Lick of My Anus is his name, and. That's where stuck. Uh, the love and memory goes to. Well, yeah, it's sad to see him moving on. Hopefully he lands somewhere in the Big Ten. You know, maybe Northwestern, you know, something like that. Or just play a Big Ten school and play poorly so we can bring <laughs> it out again. But yeah, anyways, man, Bowling Green, they have a quarterback who's been around for a long time. Baselick. Ooh. 9, 000, over 9,000 years career passing yards. Damn good. He's in his last year. Can he take it? Can he help the Falcons stun these waning gophers who shouldn't be bowling? What do you think, Beef? I told you I have a rule this college football season, and it is do not expect much from the Big Ten West. No <laughs> points. Zero points. We could put a goose egg next to all of them, and it would not surprise me. But these Golden Gophers are a special kind of terrible. Five and seven. They got lucky to get in. That's where the gold come from. comes from. Or maybe it's just that they played piss poor the last four games of the season. I don't know. Uh, BG, Bowling Green, is in the middle of the road on the Mac side, Minnesota better beat them, but I wouldn't be surprised if they lost to them, which is terrible to say. It would be a terrible look for the boat rowers. <laughs> BG has won five of the last six games and they had a, that one loss was to Toledo, who's a damn good team by one point. That Toledo team took Illinois to the ropes in the last minute. BG beat Georgia Tech, who knocked off, uh, who was it? Miami and North Carolina. Yes, sir. So honestly, the more I talk about this, the more I talk about this, man, I think BG is going to pull off that upset. Oh, man. They have more to play for. Is it an upset, though? If you beat, uh, if you beat a Big Ten team, yes. Have a winning yes. Record, is that really an upset, Beef? Come on now. Uh, if they do, do they rush the field at a, <laughs> at, at the at Detroit? Uh, I've never seen, I don't think I've seen a, a field rushed a professional a bowl football game, right? Rushed. A professional football field? I don't think they put up for that shit. Then let's do it. Let's make sure it happens. Yeah. BG, if you win, your <laughs> student section better be on that field. All right? I hope someone's listening to him and takes it seriously. Get on that field. You got a prediction for this game, man? Yes, I do. Uh, Minnesota zero. Just kidding. Uh, I will give them 11 points. How they get there, I don't know. But, no, I better go with 13. They get 13. And I will give Toledo, or sorry, Bowling Green, ooh, 14. Bowling they win by one. 14, huh? Hmm, man. I think, uh, I think Bowling, Green, Bowling Green wins this. There's no, there's no Cali Licamayanis playing for him. Uh, the Manus yeah. has moved on. So Bowling Green. And that's the best they have to put on the field. So imagine what that second stringer looks like. I'm going Bowling Green. I think they win this one. Woo. Let's say 19 to 13. I don't think we can call ourselves Big Ten backers anymore. We just picked against two <laughs> Big Ten teams, man. And if Dominic says, isn't an upset to be a Big Ten West team, though? He's no, not. not really. But, I mean, in their eyes, yeah. If you're a MAC team and you beat a Big Ten team at all, yeah. And then Josh Adams says, to the big. And then he also wants to add Penn State. 31, Ole Miss, 21, in the Peach Bowl. I like it. We're definitely going to talk about that game when we get a little closer to 
we're trying to sure each week but yeah that one's a fun one i'm super intrigued i'm ready for that game i think it's one of the one of the better ones outside of the playoffs that that should be highlighted but josh i don't think i know you i don't think you've been on here making comments before but i like you man that's awesome get some penn state some love on here yeah we appreciate the love we're gonna move on we're gonna get past this game we're gonna talk about big 10 recruiting and this is kind of how it shaped up, you know, Ohio State, Oregon in the top two, Penn State, Michigan sitting at three and four. You got seven teams in the top 25, which is going to be SE, Nebraska, Wisconsin finishing out the top 25 there. Purdue, Iowa, man, they make a run. Washington, though, Beeve, what you got on Washington? Oh, Lord. Man, it, it's just shocking to me that where Washington's at and all this. Uh, what, did they finish up 32 in the nation? Yeah. I do believe they finished up somewhere around 32. No, 36. 36. Uh, man, with the team that they have, they're in the playoffs, for goodness sakes. In the playoffs. And you're like around 40 in the nation? Come on, man. Something, something's got to give. They got to be recruiting better than that. I mean, it's Seattle. It's a nice place to be. You got a coach that's doing big things. I mean, he's calling great plays. If you're a wide receiver, you should be there yesterday. I don't know. I don't know what to say. I, they got to get some momentum out of the season, right, in the recruiting world. Yeah, Rutgers and Maryland, they kind of stepped up their game. They kind of picked it up yeah. a little bit. Finished Rutgers is right behind them. Rutgers is yeah. 37 in the nation. I Damn think good for Rutgers. The next few outside of a couple are right where they belong. But you got Minnesota, Illinois, Michigan State, Indiana, UCLA, and Northwestern to finish out the, the bottom half of Big Ten in recruiting. But UCLA? Min- what the f- What the fuck? Minnesota's right after Rutgers, right after Washington. Like, Washington's th- thirty six. Minnesota's 38 in the nation. Like, how does a playoff team get put in the same breath as Minnesota? A Cali Lickamayanus 5-7 and seven team. How does Chip Kelly and UCLA, though, how do they finish that low? Like, I feel like you're not even trying. Like, you're telling kids, hey, man, you should probably go to, you should probably go to SC. <laughs> yeah. Well, you, well, you there, coordinator went there, so you should, too. You should probably go check out Oregon. I, I think you're yeah. too good to play here, so maybe you should check out Oregon. It's like, is that their recruiting tactics for UCLA? I don't know, man. I, I, I love U, UCLA season. I love how they pounded their rival to end the season. How that doesn't translate into some momentum. They are in LA for goodness sakes. They are a top tier school. Why do people not want to go there? I don't know. There must be some NIL problems. That's the only thing I can think of. Yeah, maybe that's got to be it. I guess he was kind of barking at, uh, or not. not yeah, pay, he wants them to NIL pay the players foundation. so that they're forced rather than trying to make the money through the school. It's L.A. People got money. We'll hit a couple of comments, and we'll bounce back to this real quick. Uh, It says, I hate Michigan. So does B. So do I. I'm with you. But I have this odd feeling about the Wolverines and the Rose Bowl. Could be wrong. Well, I actually think Bama prevents the – presents them some problems they haven't seen before but i wouldn't wouldn't doubt if they beat bama either like i don't that's not the bama team we're all used to i think they are different than what michigan's used to seeing but michigan's defense can play so we'll see we'll see josh we i was actually at the michigan penn state game so it was a good time i enjoy everything about going to penn state thanks for being on here man appreciate you but i picked michigan to win the national title to start the season I think I've hopped over on a different bandwagon now, but I wouldn't be surprised. I picked Bama to win it this season. So we got our we got our picks on the line, man. It's gonna be it's fun. True. He said Washington Husky Stadium is a great place to watch a game. We cannot wait to go sailgating. It is on oh, we're yeah. gonna be out there next year for sure. We're probably gonna watch Washington and Michigan, I think, are playing the weekend that we're going out there. Yeah, and then Ohio State, Oregon and the Oregon next weekend. The week we're gonna before. make a we're gonna make a week out of it. Yes, yeah, so we're gonna it's have gonna a be awesome. good time, man. Hey, yeah. you backers wanna come. 
hit us up out there, man. We'll be ready. The backers that live out there, hit us up while we're out there. Uh, it's going to be a damn good time. But B, Hell, if you're just visiting uh, on this recruiting top 25 for. I mean, we talked day. about Wisconsin. You thought maybe that they would fall because other people would pass them. They stayed they up there at 22. Up, yeah. So that's pretty damn good. That's good for Wisconsin. Uh, they're taking it to another level. Nebraska, dude, 19, top getting 20 in, in the nation in recruiting. Riola. Got that five star. Got yeah. that five star. Uh, Penn State doing well. Michigan, uh, I think should probably be doing better too, but top 15, we talked about that. You go from a developmental program to a, I'm a national title contender at that 15 mark is what we kind of talked about last time. So they're inching their way up there. They've been a development program for what the last, ever since Jim Harbaugh came. So yeah. their recruiting's getting better. And I don't think they're like one of them teams, man. Like they've always done, I want to say more with less because they're always good at recruiting, but they're not like top four. They've top developed five. well. But yeah. they, I mean, they've like, had their years, but mm-hmm. yeah. But yeah, I mean, Michigan's getting better at recruiting. They're also a hell of a development program. So, wow. Yeah, good spot for them. Penn State's kind of right, maybe fell off a little bit from where they're normally at, but not they by were, a, a huge margin. They only fell like maybe two slots back from where they usually finish. Nothing. They were 14 there. last year and the year before six. So that was, yeah, that's a little well, man. Oregon, the, Jamie, Jamie hit us. He said, number two, boys, go Ducks. Yeah. Jamie the Ducks yeah. in the house. He's not wrong though. There's some. There's a new power in the Big Ten. And Oregon's hey, Jamie, right there. Jamie, where do the Ducks usually rank at? In uh, you know anywhere from like five to fifteen. I want to say they're typically in the top ten. I would say somewhere eight to eight to four is kind of their typical landing spot. If I had to guess, but Jamie will clean me up. Right, we don't have to wait more for more comments. Let's see. Winning, <laughs> winning. Michigan, Michigan isn't real. real. Okay, <laughs> we like got that. something for you. Just yeah. hold. On to your britches. We're going to play this just for Andrew. Everyone can either believe it or they cannot believe it. <laughs> I don't give two fucks, but I am telling this was for you, you Andrew. right now, that, motherfuck- that motherfucker back there is not real. <laughs> Apparently that's what Andrew thinks about Michigan. He thinks they're not real. Nice play. But yeah, good one. And then let's see. We got a little... Go Huskers. Yeah, go Huskers. Yeah, go Huskers. Dylan Rayola on his Christian, way. Christian. He's Nebraska. back in. Christian's my boy. Nebraska. Drink the Kool-Aid, baby. Drink the Kool-Aid. Yeah. You better be chugging that Kool-Aid right now. Andrew throwing in a little Go Big Red. Go Big Red. We kind of had to figure that out. Someone put GBR. GBR. Right. Someone put GBR a couple weeks ago. We were like, what uh, the hell is that? Grab a beer or something. And then Josh, Oregon. Eugene Springfield is a pretty cool place. William and Valley. 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 Oregon's Wine Valley. Visit too. Oh, we're definitely hitting that up, Josh. Don't worry about it. Yeah, we might camp out there. Top ten as of late. All right. Yeah. So I Oregon somewhere in the somewhere in the top ten. Yeah, boy. Bucks by seventeen points in the Fiesta Bowl. I think it yeah. might be uglier than that, man. Yeah. Jack Hughes in the house, enjoying the show, guys. Just listening and while playing old NCA four. Oh man, I haven't played that game in so long. That sounds kind of fun. I'm gonna have to do that when I get off here. Ooh, that sounds kind of the new like one's coming time. out next year, right? We got Tiffany. Tiffany Fox Damn, says we're getting some Nebraska love. Red, the Nebraska I, folks are chiming in and hitting us up, boy. I, I think, think we got more Nebraska fans on here than anyone. Oh man, where where you at? Where are the other Big Ten fans at, man? Let's go. Nebraska's running the house. Yeah, right, they're a damn those. good football program, man. Damn good yeah, fans. Man. Let's play those commercials. Let's go. We got to get a little spicy. We got to pay some bills. We got to do it Mm-mm. up. Mm-mm. Dental 
seasoning. Food's favorite flavor. Yum, yum, get you some. I'm Joe Burrito, your favorite burrito. Whoa, whoa. Joe, hey. we all know you're the best. What? You can always do better. Try the new Dano's Hot Chipotle. Hey. Ooh, that's spicy. Yum, yum. Yum, yum. Get you some. All right. Welcome back. Boy, I hope you got that Dano seasoning on that Joe Ooh. Burrito. Got yourself spiced up. We are ready. Rock and roll to move on a little bit here. We're going to Did talk I mention about... Florida State's coming to the Big Ten? Did I mention <laughs> that yet? Hey, man. It might be. It's happening. Take a look at the overall recruiting numbers here. Talk about these top five to me, Beef. Ooh, I mean, the top five are the top five, uh, excluding Miami and maybe Texas, too. Uh, but Texas always recruits well. They finally got a coach. They're finally winning some games. They got momentum. They're in the playoffs. But Miami, how are y'all going to go to Miami after Cristobal doing what he's doing? Tell me tell me what Cristobal does, man. AJ, tell me what he does. I'm telling you, man. He's the kind of guy. He'll get a girl out on a nice date, get her some Good food, get her fed, get her home, get her excited, get her nice and wet. But man, he cannot finish the job and can't get her off. Here he is doing the same thing. <laughs> like crazy, bringing in all the talent. But when it comes to getting wins, can't do it, boy. And that's whole crystal ball, man. Honestly, I was scared when he came there for all the momentum he built in Oregon. Maybe it's just going to take him some time. But dude, he made some bad calls this year. Lost him some bad games. Did he lose to Georgia Tech? Georgia Tech, man. He couldn't take Miami. a knee. Can't even take, take a knee, knee, man. Didn't even get down on bending knee for his wife. <laughs> his best man had to do it for him. And then the best man threw the ring 70 yards downfield. It's a damn shame, man. Damn shame. It's a damn shame. <laughs> yes, it is. All right. Nothing. After that, after that, Oregon is, is up there. Yeah, Auburn is kind of impressive. Yeah. So, yeah, I mean, the top five. Nothing crazy, nothing out of expectation other than Miami being there. I guess they're going to be the whole Miami's back like Texas is back, but Texas is back because they made the playoffs. They're also in the top five. But, yeah, man, we got next five. We got Oregon, Auburn, Oklahoma, Florida State, and Notre Dame. Nothing surprising here outside of Auburn, man. Q Freeze, he's getting the NIL funds dialed in, getting them hyped and ready. He's bringing in recruits. There's some buzz in Auburn, man. The Tigers are excited, and they're starting to show, man, like hell of a recruiting class for them. Now, hopefully, they can uh, actually put some wins on the field. And we got a Big Ten team in there at number nine, too. <laughs> number nine. Big Ten team, finishing third in Big Ten recruiting, Florida State. Yeah. Uh, and you're slowly seeing that Clemson start to chink down, chink, chink, chink in the recruiting rankings every year. Little notch lower, little notch lower, little notch lower. I think that time, that Happy Valley time is gone. Happy Valley time. Let's hit a couple more comments and we'll hit some I more. mean, it's Death Valley, but maybe it's death to Clemson. I don't know. Death to Clemson. Christian says it's hard to be a Husker fan in the state of Ohio, but he has to represent. It's hard to be anything in Ohio besides bored. I don't know what to tell you. Yeah. That, <laughs> <laughs> oh, man, you got to love Ohio. The people are great. That's what matters. Yeah, I guess you're OK. You're OK. Jamie says he's a hell of a recruiter, but a terrible in-game coach. I don't know if he's talking about Mario Cristobal or Dan Landing. But I guess <laughs> Go for it. It's Fork Town. Go for it. Always. <laughs> Always. It's going to get matter that one. We'll see what doesn't you got. doesn't matter where we're at. <laughs> Josh says Georgia and Alabama pay the best NIL money. I actually think it might be Miami, man. I feel like, like I feel like Georgia and Alabama doesn't have to have the greatest NIL. They can have sure. a okay they got NIL a name. And, and 
show you that you'll get to the NFL. But Miami, they are pulling got- out some change, boy. You know, I think if you look at that list, Miami and Auburn are throwing some money around for sure. Yeah, that's college sport, college sports villains. Auburn got some great wide receivers and no one to throw it to them. You know, <laughs> sometimes. Was that Peyton Thorne? Is, is that Peyton Thorne? <laughs> Do a wide out run. I, I don't know what to tell you. <laughs> <laughs> Set up the bubble screen. Just teach the guy how to play the bubble screen. Maybe Callie Lickamayanis will go there. Oh, there we go. That would be a good one. Nice pickup. <laughs> Jack Hughes says he's here in Florida State to the Big 12 now. We've heard this twice now. I don't see that, man. I don't believe it. I don't believe it. Unless they're just throwing some change at them. I mean, and being like, yeah, we're going to take all the money from everyone else and give it to you. Come on in. It's like old-fashioned Big 12. I mean, you're the Texas now. You're the Oklahoma. Let's give you the money. It's like trading your Impala for a Ford Focus. Does it really fucking matter? Well, Impala's probably a little bit nicer nicer than a Focus, but you get it. Yeah, maybe. (laughs) Yeah, it definitely is. I mean... Whatever. Maybe. Tomato, tomato. Jamie, crystal ball made Justin Herbert look pedestrian at times. That's true. That's true. He did have good offensive and defensive lines, though. I'll give him that. He did. Yeah, he could definitely recruit, man. He always had talent. Georgia and Alabama can play football, but they can't read in the SEC. Uh, you heard it from Josh. He says you guys can't read. I'll read it to you. <laughs> Georgia. Slow it down a little so Alabama we can catch up. can play football. But they can't read in SEC country. I'm sorry. That's that's all, Josh. I had nothing to do with that. <laughs> <laughs> Call sports yes. yes. Josh, back at it. Miami, Florida, tagging along with Florida State to the Big Ten. I could actually see that happening. College sports villains, the big, and the SEC rejected Florida State is being reported by 247, if that's true. I still don't believe it. Yeah, I still don't believe it either. I don't believe it. Not one bit. Actually, you know what? I knew, I found out today. The, the Big Ten presidents actually gave the Big Ten commissioner a vote of confidence to go ahead and research adding new teams, what teams should be added. I mean, he's the new commissioner, so the presidents have to agree. The money that Florida State's bringing in is the big game changer there. They're bringing a lot of research money, and that's what the Big Ten wants. Uh, they want everyone to be gain, bringing something to the pie because there's a lot of research money out there. A lot. I mean, you're talking billions of dollars a year. It right. dwarfs anything that football is doing. Everybody right now, they, I think they forget to realize that TV markets are the thing of the past. Oh, they still matter right now. They're still the big color right now. But eventually, it's going to be clicks. So when you can sell games like Florida State versus Ohio State or Florida State versus Alabama when it comes to the click market, not the TV market because usually they sell it to tv sets which means whether you watch college football or not the populated area absorbs that channel and therefore you make more money makes you the money now there's yeah. not a lot of population in that area but football's moving to a click tv set versus a click based tv set click based so florida state's a big ad for somebody big 12 sec big 10 doesn't matter huge get in the future that reminds me speaking of click based did our boy land that segment is getting so many views it's ridiculous oh. We're about to get sponsors just because of matt Seattle land, matt. Maybe. well maybe we'll, matt is in the house we're gonna have to burn through the rest of this real quick so we can get let's matt speed it up here. let's go let's get to the good stuff let's get to the good stuff we'll bring matt up on stage though real quick let's just bring him in um, let's yeah. bring him in all right bring that boy in if he's here. if he's landed let's get him we got him in here Let's add him. All right. Oh, Tell me. Is, Tell me. Adam Matt is in the hizzle. What up, Matt? Was it the was it the Bellagio again? <laughs> Straight from the penthouse, baby. I'm here. That's all that matters. Sometimes, hey, sometimes just tell me. Just get that penthouse at the winds and tell me how it is, man. 
I, I I have not experienced the win yet, so I'll have to give that a try one of these days. But uh, I know you invited me up to the uh, Bellagio penthouse once or twice, <laughs> maybe I can't remember. But uh, that was a good time. It was. Let's uh, let's get these last remaining comments. We'll get through our quickies and then we'll get into this Vegas <laughs> mat section. Josh says he likes to harp on the SEC for fun. Have at it, man. That's what college football is all about. Josh, early read. Since neither party wants to dismantle the ACC, that's why they're looking at the Big 12. I think if you're going to do that, you might as well stay home in the ACC. That's just my Yep. And then our boy, Brandon, Big Red Backers podcast. Do you think the SEC and the Big 10 will fight over Florida State? Absolutely No, not not at all. I don't think that – I don't think the SEC wants them. The only reason the SEC would want them is to just – take something away from the Big Ten. That would be their only strategic move, in, in my opinion. All right. Well, they already have Florida. Backers, best, quickies. Let's get at it, man. We're just going to hit these real quick. UTSA versus Marshall. Roadrunners run away with a dub. 35-17. What you got on tonight's game, Beef? Ooh, I haven't caught the score yet, but South Florida was up 14 nothing in the first quarter. Last time I checked, Kyle That's McCord it. is there. South Florida and Syracuse. Was it South Florida? Okay, my bad. I put UCF. Yeah, yeah. you're good. Yeah, 31. Hey, man. 31 nothing at halftime. Holy shit. They're going to need McCord to start second half. Ah, this is why I got confused. Because the next game. Why? Yeah. Georgia Tech versus Central Florida. Home mortgage (laughs) bowl Friday night, 6.30 p.m. on ESPN. Are you skipping ahead, bro? Come on. I did. No, I didn't. I just UCF, USF. Yeah, you got... Right all that damn other, Florida schools. You know, it happens. But anyways, let's get to the Saturday games. What do you got for us on these Saturday games, Beef? Troy versus Duke in the Birmingham Bowl. Uh no Riley with Duke, so well, I'm exactly going with Troy. Been a Birmingham Bowl. I don't I don't think I want to know. That yeah, sounds- you don't want to eat that. <laughs> <laughs> don't sound good at all. We got Arkansas State versus Northern Illinois in the Camella Bowl, 12 p.m. on ESPN. James Madison, which should be interesting, just lost your coach to Indiana, surprisingly enough. Versus Air Force, 3.30 on ABC. Look for that one to be an interesting game. I actually am looking forward to that one. Georgia State versus Utah State, the Idaho Potato Bowl. I would take a bowl of potatoes anytime. But that is a... Better than a Birmingham Bowl. (laughs) No doubt. That's a 7 p.m. game on ESPN. All right, what do we got next? We got Georgia State versus Utah State. Oh, you just said that? You got South Alabama. Damn. South Alabama versus Eastern Michigan. Eh. Ventures Bowl? I, who cares? <laughs> I don't know. Is anyone going to watch that? Maybe. I don't know. Well, we got Coastal Carolina versus San Jose State. 5.30 p.m. game, or 10.30 p.m. game on ESPN. And then we got Tuesday game. So no ga- no games from Saturday to Tuesday. But Tuesday Hey, check this out. Texas State and Rice. Rice has a negative seven turnover margin. And I was like, oh, I'm definitely putting my money on Texas State. Then I look up Texas States. They have a negative eight. I don't know what to do. It's a battle of who who wants less balls. I'm giving my balls away. I will give a little early segment here. You should never lose, as Josh Pate says, to food. Come on, Texas State. You can't lose the rice. Kansas versus UNLV. Guaranteed rate bowl, 9 p.m. 9 p.m. on ESPN on a Tuesday night. I will be watching that one. For sure, Kansas got some talent. UNLV can play ball. I'm ready for that. But no, you know what time it is. We're going to play a commercial real quick, and then we're going to get into... Matt does Vegas. Seattle Matt's going to do it. Hey, this is the one that pays the bills, y'all, so stick around and watch it. Yeah, stick around. Give it a listen. As soon as this Bones Coffee commercial is over. <laughs> 
Sound the alarms. Something monstrously merry is coming to town. Introducing Bones Coffee's newest batch. Inspired by the giddy ghouls of Disney Tim Burton's The Nightmare Before Christmas. Nice work, Bones Caddy. Rich premium coffee infused with frighteningly festive flavors. The Pumpkin King. Santa Jack. Frog's Breath. Rough Weather. And Mudslide Boogie. Can't make decisions by yourself? Order them all. Bones also makes a perfectly marvelous gift for everyone on your nice list. And your naughty list. <laughs> Click the link to get these hauntingly holly jolly flavors delivered right to your door. And it's not just for holidays. Bones has coffee concoctions for all 365 days of the year. Bones Coffee and Disney Tim Burton's The Nightmare Before Christmas. It's terrifyingly tasty. This year, Bones Coffee will be yours! Apparently, the coffee is all of ours. Once again, get yourself some Bones Coffee. Delicious stuff. They don't always... They have seasonal flavors every season. It gets a little... It's a little wild, but always got some good flavors. What's going on with you, Matt? Steve must have to take a long bathroom break. Nope. I had to get some Bones Coffee, man. <laughs> That cream brulee is good shit. Raspberry cream brulee. How y'all doing? That's true. Doing good, man. Doing, doing good. good. How was Vegas? How was this trip? Ah, uh, smooth as silk, my friend. Oh yeah. So, <laughs> did you bring us anything? That's what we want to know. What'd you bring us? Some intel from Vegas or what? Yeah, I did. We, uh, you know, talked to a few people here, a few things. We'll see. We'll see how it works. But at the end of the day, you know, these are football games. These are bowl games. You got a lot of starters out. You got a lot of discombobulation. So it's it's a very tricky thing to pin down. So venture venture in at your own at your own peril on this one. Yes, yeah, it's some rough waters out there between the transfer portal, the draft, coaching changes. It gets a little wild, but hey, hit us with those bowl standings. Let's see how everybody did last week. Let us know. Yeah, so, you oh, know, I, I think for, uh, for Beave talking a lot of smack to AJ the last <laughs> few weeks, I'd like to say, AJ, my friend, you are standing oh. tall at four and four. <laughs> One game. Baby. Just barely. Hey, Come hey, on, man. AJ, man. <laughs> don't, a- don't bring that noise. I'm bringing all the noise while it lasts. I tend to blow out my speakers early. Well, Beav and myself are three and five, and, um, you know, so it was a little bit rocky. I do kind of want to point out some things as we're moving. You know, we saw a lot of really big uh, point swings last week. It was one of the big topics we talked about. When you saw those swings of four or more, the over and under was three and one in the direction of that swing. The against the spreads were one, one, and one. So really four, two, and one when you're seeing those big swings. So really follow those swings, really follow the money. However, one fun fact, There were three games last week we talked about where the favorite was the favorite to start the betting and that switched to another favorite. In those games, that new favorite was 0-2-1. So actually Vegas had it right all along. The money was wrong. So just a couple tidbits to throw out there as we start talking about these games. Interesting. Yes. All right. Well, let's get started. Let's get into this week's segments. We got the Union Home Mortgages, Gasparilla Bowl, Lord have mercy, pray for me because that was a mouthful, Georgia Tech versus UCF. What you got for us, Matt? So starting out here, you saw UCF minus six and a half. That has dropped to minus four and a half. Going right again to one of these big line movements. It started out at 61 and a half. You've seen that jump to 66 and a half. In fact, it has jumped so big, 90% of the cash 
has been flowing to the un, over, I'm sorry, on this one since it opened. That is a ridiculous amount of money. Usually 65, 70% is big, pretty strong money. We're talking 90% of the money flowing to the over here. So this one, I'm not really even going to break down all that much. When you're seeing that five point go from 61 and a half to 66 and a half, I'm going straight over here. But where are you all leaning? Follow the money. Yes, sir. Follow the money. How about you, Beef? Ooh, yeah, I mean, that defense of uh, Georgia Tech, pretty low on there. <sighs> they have yeah. a defense? Mm, man, this is a tough one. I, I want to fly through this, but I want to I be smart because I'm down a game now in the Bulls. So I am going to go with... Well, uh, do you know anything about the turnover margin in this? I, I'm going to... Not off the top. I'm going to go with Georgia. Georgia Tech covers, and by the way, Georgia Tech is plus three, and UCF so you, is negative one. Okay, so you want the plus four and a half with the Yellow Jackets? Yeah, this says five and a half right here, but did it switch? Uh, I just checked the numbers right before I came on, a couple hours old. So, and I got I had minus four and a half. UCF. Cool. I'll take that. All right, we got the seventy-six Birmingham Bowl. We talked about this Birmingham Bowl again. That's a it's not a cereal bowl. Be careful. It's dangerous. You got Troy versus Duke. So Troy opening up at minus five and a half point favorites. That had jumped pretty quickly to minus seven and a half. And what I mean with that is when these, these lines came out a couple weeks ago, you actually saw that line jump to seven and a half within the first day or two. And it stayed pretty flat over the last week or so. So that's a little surprising, that two-point jumping and staying flat. Over-under has stayed really flat at 44-and-a-half. Of course, this is a Duke team without without their quarterback, without their head coach, don't really know mm -hmm. what they're going to do. Troy, very sneaky team this year defensively. Sixth in the nation against the Loud. Uh, play a lot of low-scoring games. We all kind of know Duke's story on the defensive side of the ball. So, again, this is one I, I really don't want to overthink it. I actually would like Troy quite a bit in this game. I don't like that hook. They don't score a ton of points. So I would be going under here. But what's your play, Beef? I'm going to stick with the uh, give. I'll take Duke uh, to cover the spread. All right. And how about yeah. you, AJ? Troy lost their coach, the way, too. I'm going to take the under. Duke's missing that quarterback. Their offense struggles with him. Imagine what it's going to look like without him. I'm taking the under. Yes, sir. You got the Camella. Bowl, Arkansas sport. State versus Northern <clears throat> Illinois. Just for you, Illinois. So, uh, Illinois. So Arkansas State started out at minus one and a half. What was funny about this one is it actually stayed at minus one and a half for about a week. And then up until recently, you've seen that jump from minus one and a half to minus three. I did some cursory research on this. Couldn't find a ton of why why there would be that line movement. Didn't really see a lot of transfer stuff. Of course, these are two group of five teams. Not a lot of not a lot of news out there around that. Um, over under started at 52. That jumped up to 54 and a half. So you see one of these where the over under is actually rising quite a bit. You know, Arkansas State has been pretty atrocious defensively, 111th in the nation in points against allowed. Moderate on offense, same with Northern Illinois. But this is one where, again, you start seeing why is that minus one and a half going to minus three over a few days' time. Seems a little odd to me. I don't mind when it's minus three, a field goal game. I would actually lay the points. Give me Arkansas State. But how about you, you Dave? You're taking Arkansas? I, I am taking Yeah. Arkansas. Give me them. Lay the points. Yeah. I'm with you. I'm taking Northern Illinois to cover, baby. Ooh. Ooh. I'm going to go a little Huskies. Huskies. You like those Huskies. 
Uh, this is the game. This is oh, this or I like him, Husky. I'm not 100% sure. Either way works. <laughs> <laughs> Depends how much you've had to drink, huh? <laughs> no, it doesn't. <laughs> <laughs> I'll take what I can get. It doesn't matter. Well played, sir. Armed Forces Bowl. We got James Madison versus Air Force. So James Madison, this game actually started as a pick believe it or not. It actually jumped to minus one and a half James Madison, which I have to admit is a little bit odd. James Madison is going to be missing a lot of starters in this game, so I, including their quarterback. So I really see this minus one and a half being a little bit odd. Over-under started at 43. That has dropped down to 41 and a half. You've seen about 62% of the cash in this game going towards that under. Again, I think with a lot of starters out on James Madison, it's a really good story. It's just not a team with a lot of depth. So when they're going to be missing a lot of these starters, these these backups just aren't going to have the experience. Air Force has kind of been playing that under role quite a bit. So this is one where I'd lean pretty heavy with the under. But how about you, AJ? Where are you leaning? Under 41. Uh, so I'm under it. Absolutely. All right. And how about you, Beef? Ooh, I, they lost their head coach. They lost their quarterback. They lost a couple coordinators, I believe, too. And, or at least uh, assistant at least coaches. One for sure, I recall. Yeah. Did the quarterback go to Indiana too? I don't. Or is know. he just? Or, I I know he's gone, but I can't remember what, exactly what he did. If he followed the coach to Indiana or what? But I'm going Air Force. All right, Air Force to cover. All right, let's hit a let's hit a couple of comments here before we we move on. Just as one. long as they got Lear, I think it's Lear, the quarterback for Air Force. They should dominate. Right on. Josh says Florida State hates ESPN. Slash, it's probably true. Josh says, I think the Big Ten can go five and four in bowl games. (laughs) But we hope those four losses are Big Ten West teams, huh? (laughs) All the Big Ten West teams. ESPN owns too many bowl games. Absolutely, Josh. I can't wait for Fox to actually start getting a little love, not only in the bowl games, but the playoffs. But that's locked in for a couple more years. But hopefully, and for Fox to get a college football live equal, they need a regular show, college football. Brandon, our Something boy for Fox. from Big Red Backers Podcast. The SEC reportedly rejected Florida State from joining the conference. Don't doubt that either. I think that's probably true. Josh says Ohio State beats Missouri 27-24. Look, right, let's get back like. to these bets, man. I just don't want to ignore our people. Make sure they're getting hurt because no, they're taking please. time to comment. We got to hit them up. No, man, we got a lot of games to get through. Famous Idaho Potato Bowl. Georgia State versus Utah State. Another one of these games that we talked about last week. Georgia State started at minus three. You've actually seen the favorite shift to Utah State at minus one and a half. Um, So one of those favorites has shifted over a couple weeks span of time. Over under started at 63 and a half. You've seen that drop to 59 and a half. So again, two trends that we've been talking about where – Favorite switching, bigger than a four-point spread. Definitely going to keep a co- close eye on these over the la- over the week to see what's going on with these. I've been looking at Georgia State a little bit, kind of looking at their schedule. Really fell off the tracks at the end of the year. They were actually 6-1 and one at one point. They lost their last five, so they are really stumbling. Um, Utah State, I kind of like where that money's leaning, where that money's going. But because of that four-point swing going from 63.5 to 59.5, my play here is the under, but how about you, Beef? Oh, it's always tough. Let's see. Uh, both these defenses are terrible. I'm going with the over. All right. And how about you, AJ? I was listening to the Sunbelt Syndicate. They said that Southerners play better football than people not in the South. So with that advice, 
I'm going to take Utah State to cover. Yeah. <laughs> uh, I agree with you on that. I, one, I think I, I like the Sun Belt better than the Mountain West. I do too, but I just figured I'd have a little fun with it. Maybe you know, I got one game in the bank I can have a little fun with. But anyway, six. I do need to give a scoring update. It is a USF 38, Syracuse zero. What is going on? With Syracuse. Damn. Um, McCord should be happy. 68 <laughs> Adventures Bowl. That's we a got. guaranteed starting job. It is. <laughs> South Alabama, Eastern Michigan. Yeah. Yeah. That, that game is wild. And I'm pretty sure I haven't seen the Oregon line recently. So, with that being said, I'm pretty sure this is the biggest spread in bowl season. South Alabama started out at minus 16. They've jumped up to minus 17 and a half. In fact, I've actually seen about a week ago that was at minus 15 and a half. So you've actually seen it kind of go down a little bit and jump way up. 17 and a half is a big number for a bowl season. I know UTSA won by 18, but that was a pretty weird situation there. Over under started at 48 and a half, dropped down to 45 and a half. I think a 17 and a half point spread in a bowl game, especially against two six and six teams, that's a neutral site game. That is really too much for me to bear, even though that line is there for a reason. Clearly, they're saying the Jaguars are far superior than the Eagles in this one. However, I just cannot take that kind of line, so I'm staying away from that. However, you've seen that three-point swing with that under. I'd be laying the under here. How about you, AJ? I want to take the over. If they're favored by that many, there's got to be some points getting scored. Give me the over, man. Yeah, where is that knowledge coming from? How do you know both of their mascots? I watch a lot of group of five football, my friend. (laughs) You're on the internet, you liar. Lion sack of shit. I don't believe the word out of your mouth. That's you pulled up. That, that. I have Texas that State, straight- I got Utah State. I don't I don't have those two. I just know. Oh, you had it pulled up previously then. All right, let's let's go. We're going to Matt's uh, favorite place. Uh, let's see here. Place, man. SRS distribution. No, no, no. I gotta I'm, get even, a pick. I'm sorry. I haven't even made a pick, brother. Oh, come on. Give, get your picks. Give me, give me the over. games to get through. Give me the over. Fair enough. All right. All right. Now back to Vegas. SRS Distributions Bowl, Las Vegas. Bowl. Golly, these names. Anyways, Big Ten team involved. Utah versus Northwestern. Utah, go for two. Yeah, definitely uh, definitely need to correct myself. I know two weeks back on the podcast, I had mentioned about Barnes being in the transfer portal. Apologize all your listeners. Was wrong about that one. He will be starting in this game. However, he is. He's transferring you know. after the game. Okay. so He's playing maybe, and maybe. then transferring. Okay, fair enough. Um, Cam- is that true? Cam Rising's just- coming back. True, true. Valid point. Um, okay, so both reports were accurate. However, Barnes is playing this game. Just want to get the right info out to your listeners. Started out Utah minus eight and a half. You've seen that drop to minus six and a half. Over under, not much there. 42 and a half starting, currently sitting at 41 and a half. However, with that two point swing uh, going downward, you've seen 67% of the cash going towards Northwestern. Over under staying relatively flat, about 52% of the cash going to under, not a whole lot of action there. Northwestern, again, I know we've given a lot of flack to Big Ten West and Northwestern we've taken a few shots at. I think that's a pesky team. I think both are pesky teams. However, I think Utah wins outright if you're looking at that confidence pool. However, give me the points in the Wildcats. How about you, Beef? Uh 41 and a half points. That's tough. It would be e- easy to take the under there. And I'm going to do it. Let's go. No, 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 no. Give, give me Utah. I got to go with Utah. All right. And the How points. About you, AJ? This is an Iowa versus Northwestern kind of game. I'm taking the under all day. Give me the money. I'll sign up for it right now. Just give it to me. 
We got the easy post Hawaii Bowl, Coastal Carolina <laughs> versus San Jose State. So San Jose State started out minus seven and a half point favorite. UCF jumped to minus nine and a half. Again, another big line movement here. We got the over under starting at 54 and a half. That is plummeted to 48 and a half, a six point swing on that over and under. Really, I think what this has to do with is uh, with Coastal losing their quarterback. They hadn't had a strong year anyways this year, but losing their quarterback, they don't have the ability to absorb that from a depth perspective. However, if you kind of look at San Jose State, decent on offense, average on defense, I just don't see this being a type of team that can really put up a double-digit win or a big-time win like that. So I look at that six-point swing from 54.5 to 48.5. I lean heavy under on this one. But how about you, AJ? A little scary, but I'm going to take the under. I kind of want to take Coastal Carolina to cover. I think that's a big thing, but I'm, I'm going to take the under. I think that's a safer bet. And how about you, B? I'm going the over. Over. I'm going to flip that script on you, boys. Come on. Yeah. It's the quick lanes. Bowl. Bowling Green versus Minnesota Golden Gophers. The game of the century. <laughs> it is. That that five and seven gopher bowling team. Gotta love them. Started out Minnesota minus five and a half. It's seen a slight drop there to minus four and a half. However, over under started at 36 and a half. You've seen that rise to 39 and a half. If you've actually been listening the last few weeks, you haven't seen a ton of those over unders actually going in the over category. So seeing this rise three is a little surprising. Minnesota, absolutely atrocious on offense, 109th in the nation in points scoring. Uh, Bowling Green's about 71. Their defenses are in the middle kind of tier, nothing special there. However, I think with bowl games, I know. Miami of Ohio, Appalachian State was a little bit of an anomaly. You're starting to see a lot of points and a lot of scoring. So in this one, I'd be leaning with the money and the over. But how about you, Beef? Give me Bowling Green. And the reason why Miami and Appalachian State was an anomaly, it was because it was a downpour, man. They didn't have a chance to score. There was 11 fumbles in that game. Well, Miami has a good defense, too. Really good defense. That's, yeah, I mean, you can you could say that if you want to. <laughs> <laughs> and how about you, AJ? This one scares Get- me a lot. Because I don't yeah. know what they think, man. Cali Lickamayanis well, is out. But they also, he's not very good, so that shouldn't matter much. Minnesota does have a good defense. Oh, yeah, man, but if he gonna... beat out somebody, if Cali Lickamayanis beat out somebody, who did he beat out? That's scary. I'm going to take the under. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Grit in your teeth. That's actually a good play. We got the like Serve it. Pro First Responders Bowl, Texas State versus Food Rice. So Texas State. Started out at minus six and a half. That's dropped a little bit to minus five and a half. Same on the over under, not much movement. It started at 60 and a half. That has dropped down to 59 and a half. You know, Texas State has had kind of an interesting schedule. If you look at them, they actually beat Baylor week one on the road, only lost by seven points to Utah State or uh, University of Texas San Antonio. My apologies. In week two, kind of a little bit of a Yeah, but that's not a bad team. Um, That was a team that was picked to do a lot of things, just kind of underachieved a little bit. Um, Kind of a decent schedule down the end, didn't do a whole lot. You know, I look at that. Rice stayed relatively competitive throughout their schedule. Not a lot of big wins, not a lot of big losses. So I do like to look at the body of work with these kind of teams. However, I, I think Texas State is a good team. I understand why they're favored. But in this case, where I think the game could be close, I'm going to take the points in Rice. But how about you, AJ? Oh, man. I think, mm, gosh, 
I wish I thought about this one a little bit harder. I'll take the under again here. I think I don't know what to do, so I'll go with the under. All right. How about you, Beef? I'm with you on the under. These teams turn over balls more than any team I've ever seen. I've never seen a matchup like this. Negative eight in the turnover margin for Texas State. Negative seven for Rice. I don't think anyone's going to score. They're just going to hand the ball off to the other team. There are scooping scores and pick sixes, so you do got to account for that. Yeah, well, they're, they're not even going to need that. It's just going to be like, here you go. I'm going to hand it off to you. Come on through. <laughs> Maybe the defense will score that. They'll just be like open lane. Not only are there going to be guaranteed turnovers in that game, we got the guaranteed rate bowl next. And we have Kansas versus UNLV. Talk to me about this one, Matt. That's getting good. That's a good game to watch. It should be. I think it's going to be a very fun game, and we'll get into that. But Kansas started out minus 10 and a half. You've seen that spread jump to Kansas minus 12 and a half. Funny one, though, with the over-under, it has stayed flat for two weeks at 64 and a half. No change there. I look at this. You've got Kansas 26th in the nation in point scoring on offense. you got UNLV 22nd in the nation in point scoring on offense. Their defenses are, again, middle of the road, kind of upper, lower tier, nothing to write home about. I look at this and I say, I think there's going to be a lot of fireworks. It's going to be a lot of fun. I go strong over here. But how about you, Beef? Is Jalen Daniels playing in this game? Jalen? I don't know. I don't I actually know off the top of my head. I mean. He was like injured he, on and off. He's got as many snaps this year as Daniels anyway. So, I mean, to me, they're interchangeable at this point. Yeah, exactly. They're both talented. Yeah. There's not much difference between the two. Oh, man. They're giving them 12 and a half. It I think you he's a you don't know if he's a good team, too. Um, competitive. For the longest I call time, for competitive. The, I think they were 8-1 and one at one point, and the only loss was to Michigan. Mm-hmm. So, yeah, competitive is a good word. And and with that being said, give me Kansas in the points. Wow, that's a lot of points to lay in the bowl. How about you, AJ? I'm taking UNL, UNLV to cover those I'm, points. Yeah, bowl games you usually like to take a lot of points, but we'll see. We have the military bowl up next, Virginia Tech versus Tulane. We're about to get into the bigger names, more interesting games. But talk to me about this one, Matt. So Virginia Tech started minus five and a half. You've seen that skyrocket to minus nine and a half. Over under started at 48. You've seen that plummet as well to 44 and a half. So four point swing on the spread, doing a half point swing on the over under. You know, big news with Tulane, Pratt's not playing. You know, you kind of get that. I also like to think with some of these guys that are just going pretty clear. I'd like to think Vegas is baking a little bit of that into their numbers when they're laying it out there. I look at nine and a half with Virginia Tech at six and six, and I just think that's a really hard number for them to overcome. However, I don't know what Tulane's backup quarterback situation is like, so I would stay away from the spread on this one. When I see that minus three and a half spread going to the or uh, over under going towards the under, that's where I'm a little bit more comfortable leaning my efforts. So I got the under here. How about you, AJ? I'm taking the under. Too easy. Yeah. Oh, man. This, this is the, it went from five and a half to nine and a half. I mean, what went yep. on? The what quarterback's on gone. Quarterback. I mean, it's Pratt, but yeah. how do you know that going into it? Like, yeah. I mean, it'd be like, already, yeah. yeah. Like with USC and Caleb Williams, we like, oh, we were shocked that that news came out. Well, no, that should, that should have been baked into the number beforehand. Everyone kind of knows her. I got more confidence in Tulane than I do in Virginia Tech. So give me Tulane to cover. All right, so you're taking the points. Yeah. We have the Dukes, Mayo Bowl, North Carolina versus West Virginia. Does Drake May play in the Dukes, Mayo Bowl? Probably not. 
I would be shocked. (laughs) (laughs) Got a better chance of seeing him pour Duke's mayo all over his chest before the game. (laughs) He's he's that. I'll never know. (laughs) So again, another one of these where I don't understand how that, that answer is not baked into the equation. You saw West Virginia open up minus three. That has jumped to minus six and a half. Over under started at 55 and a half. You've seen that drop slightly to 54 and a half. What's actually odd about that over under is it actually went from 55 and a half to 56 and a half down to 54 and a half. So you've actually kind of seen these swings back and forth with the money. Money's pretty crazy on that one. So I'd probably stay away from the over under. You're seeing a lot of just funny movement there. However, I, I think North Carolina, they were an eight and four team with a top five quarterback. Now that the backup's going to go in, I don't really see much hope for North Carolina here. I would lay the points, give me the Mountaineers, but how about you, Beef? Ooh, I'm going to go with, it's got to be an over-under game, and I'm going to go with the under. All right, how about you, AJ? Oh, man, this is another one that scares me. West Virginia kind of got kind of got rolling down the stretch, man, so I think yeah. without May, they win this one by more than a touchdown. Give me... West Virginia to cover. Uh, I, I like West Virginia here. Yep. We have the Direct TV Holiday Bowl. Well, I don't know why Direct TVs and holidays go together, but you can't have bowl season without them. So <laughs> <laughs> let's go. Louisville versus USC. So Louisville started out minus six and a half. Odd about this one. When it started at minus six and a half, first day you saw money flowing in, 65% of the cash flowing into Louisville, jumped it up at seven and a half. It has stayed at minus seven and a half for over a week now. So you saw that one point jump really quickly, minus seven and a half with the hook. People getting real scared. You're seeing money going back and forth on that hook, but it has stayed at seven and a half for a while now. Over under has stayed completely flat over the last few weeks at 57 and a half, which is odd because you're kind of looking at USC third in the nation in points scoring. But now you got to factor in what are they going to be on their third string quarterback because Nelson's transferring. So, you know, what are you going to get from Lincoln Riley with a third string quarterback? Louisville, I think they, they would like to take that taste of the FSU game out of their mouth. If you can get Louisville minus seven, I would jump all over it. I always get a little leery of the hooks. However, in a game like this, I actually kind of like the over here. But how about you, AJ? This one, I have no idea what to expect because USC's defense so bad. Louisville's offense could actually look good, but Louisville's offense isn't good. God, this one scares me, man. Like, scares the shit out of me. If I had, like, gun to my head, put money on it, I'll take the under. But I'm not confident. How about you, B? I think Louisville will score 57 points on their own. I'm going Louisville. Over. No, I'm going the over. I'm going the over. Wait, wait. I was just going to say Louisville or the over. Yeah. I, over. The I over. like the over. I took All the right. under. I'm a little scared about it. But let's hit a couple more comments. We got some comments in here we need to hit before we move on. We got a lot of games, so we're going to make sure we're still talking to everybody. Josh says he doesn't understand why McCord left Ohio State unless they got Cam Ward from Wazoo. I don't think a lot of sense to me. That. I just think he is. Uh, a he hates competition. Problem. He's not built for the pressure, man. It sucks. Yeah. He sucks. Can't take sucks. the heat. Pressure sucks. He couldn't even take the heat at Nebraska. He's like, forget this. I'm gone from there. <laughs> I just got a little bit of heat. And then he says, Rice wins. ESPN's many bowl games. Bread and, Bread and Kansas. Kansas. I don't know. I don't know. And then Ryan. What's up? Said, what will the 12 playoff bowls be next year? Fantastic. That's, That's all a I great know. question. 
I it would be awesome to see. I wish it was this year. You're probably going to definitely get you. a mix of the New York Six, but you're also getting some home home games. So not all of them are going to be bowl games. Yeah, and the first round. So. First round would be this weekend. Yeah, which would be fantastic. And those would all be home games. Then you go. So then after that, that's just the last eight. So then you're down to eight teams left, right? The top four yes. get buys. Yeah. Yeah. So five through twelve play each other. So those eight, those are at, four games at home at the at highest home. seeds home game. Then mm-hmm. uh, it would go down to eight. So m- the the big time bowl games will get their yeah, pick, look at look obviously. at your New York Six and a co- and maybe a few others that are kind of. Riding on the fringe. New Year Six. New Year Six. What did I say? <laughs> New York Six. Oh, New York. But that's six. okay. New Year. <laughs> New York. Apparently, I got New York on my mind. Uh, Josh also likes Louisville in the under. Someone's with me up there. All right, Thank Josh, you for uh, helping me out there. I was hey, thanks for getting on here. By the way, Bachman, that was a good question. You made us think. That was a damn good question. All right, we have. Let's get back at it because we got a few more games. We're already over time, but it's all right. We're enjoying it. We're having fun. We're gonna keep going. Tax Act. Texas Bowl, Texas A&M versus Oklahoma State. Cowboys and Aggies, old school, Big 12 game. Yeah, old school. So Texas A&M started out minus four and a half. That has dropped to minus one and a half. I also want to point out there, with that minus four and a half, within the first hour of this opening, it actually dropped to minus three and a half. So I say that because you're looking at the Sharps, you're looking at that early money, they jumped all over the Cowboys early on, and you're actually seeing that money continuing to flow, going from four and a half to one and a half. Over-under stayed relatively close. Started out minus 53 and a half, seen it drop slightly to minus 52 and a half. However, the play here, again, I like to follow the money. I like to look at those really quick swings in the first couple hours. That tells me people were just waiting in line, waiting for the number. They saw a number they liked. They pounced all over it. So give me Oklahoma State here in that plus one and a half. But how about you, Beef? I'm with you, Oklahoma State all the way. And you, AJ. Uh, aren't aren't Aggies and Cowboys basically the same thing? Well, I'm Cowboys work on farms and then Aggies yeah. farmers. Uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Like one's a rancher, ranch. one's a farmer. Yeah. A little bit different. Um, oh, maybe well. not. I'm way off. <laughs> it's pretty close. Uh, but yeah, give me the under. I'm taking the under here. All right. Fair enough. Ooh, wasabi. Wasabi sounds Done. good. I want Chinese food now. Fat kid speaking. Uh, wasabi, Fenway Bowl, SMU. I got to go back one, but we'll do SMU versus Boston College. I skipped over. No, I didn't. No. Good. No. You're good. You're on track, bro. Let's go. You're good. I'm good. You're so as slow SMU. as that McDonald's Wi-Fi you got. So SMU started out minus nine and a half. That's jumped slightly to minus ten and a half. You've seen the over-under stay relatively flat here at 50 and a half. Um, you know, one thing that always scares me, and we're going to talk about this with the next one as well, Fenway Bowl, Boston. Um, you have no idea. Home what game. Way. Well, home game's a factor, but weather. Weather is a huge factor. The majority of these bowl games are played in the south. They're played in domes. They're played. Damn, in that's at Fenway. That's at Fenway. So has that happened before? Is this a new bowl game? I they, think they, um, I have not recalled a Fenway game, but it is played in Boston in Fenway Park. And wow. you're talking you late to the in They had to they had to copy the Yankees. We're, we're going to talk about that bowl game, but but they had, they had to copy. Yeah, the Yankees. yeah. But I, I just throw that out there for the over-under perspective. Um, that kind of scares me a little bit with that over-under. However, let's just go with a you know mid-30s day, clear skies kind of thing. Let's look at this. SMU has played a really good season this year. They're 11-2. They've scored quite well. They're actually sixth in the nation in points scoring. Boston College, if you really break down their 12 games they played this year, 
a lot of mediocrity. Some of their wins weren't that impressive. I know they played tough against Florida State that one game. Other than that, they haven't really done a whole lot. Not a big fan of taking double-digit um, favorites in the bowl season. However, give me the Mustangs at MSU here, laying that 10-and-a-half. How about you, AJ? I am also taking SMU to cover. I have no faith. Man, you guys, you're both. You're you're both dummies. You're going to lose this one. You take the over on that. You're not a fan of taking the double digits. Just take the over. You know, it's easy. Beef, beef. This on, is why man. I tell you, this is Fenway in late December. You start getting a 30-mile-an-hour wind up there, a little bit of snow. And then over this could be a, a 14 to nothing game, man. Weather's nah. a factor. Please check the weather before betting this game and the next one we're going to talk about. All I'll right, take my chances. Bad boy mowers pinstripe bowl. They should have said bad boys uh, snowblower bowl, but – it's the Mowers Bowl. Rutgers versus Miami. So, again, played in Yankee Stadium. Weather's a factor. Please check that out before you bet in this game. Miami started at minus four and a half. You've seen that drop to minus one and a half. Over under started at 41 and a half. You've seen it drop slightly to 40 and a half. This one, I, I got a feeling I've been reading a little bit about Miami going against the grain. Jakiri Brown, sophomore, he's going to be a starting quarterback in Miami. One of the things they absolutely love about him, he's the fastest quarterback they had, scrambles a lot. Uh, They've actually been impressed with his accuracy. Started watching last week's games. I kind of like these second, third string quarterbacks with a little bit of athleticism, kind of a chip on their shoulder, something to prove. Uh, You have seen a lot of the money flow to Rutgers here, and I know it is a quasi-home game for them. I'm going to go against the grain. Give me the Hurricanes. How about you, Beef? Oh, man. This is so tough for me. I want to go with Rutgers so bad, so bad. This is 110th in the nation in point scoring. I I saw that, and it might be – They've played in the Big Ten East. That might be a factor in that uh, because they played against Penn State. They they played against – Michigan, they played against Ohio State. All those are top five in the nation in defense. Mm-hmm. So give me Rutgers. They'll cover that point right. spread. I got to go with my man, man, a guy. Can't say his name. Running back for Rutgers. I'm kidding. No, I'm not. I'm going with Miami. Miami covers. Yeah. yeah. I, it means more. It just, we got a sneaky awesome. feeling. Yeah. It just this, means more. <laughs> this All is right. the game that I, this is a game that I take both of you. If I was a teenager, if I was a teenager, I would love this next bowl game because I lived off these things. We have a pop card bowl, NC State versus Kansas State. This one should be a good one, man. Wolf Pack and Wildcats. Yeah, I agree. So Kansas State started out minus four and a half. You've seen that drop to minus two and a half. Obviously, quarterback is a major factor in a game like this. Um, with both of them that I should say. Yeah. Um over under yeah, but NC State's team. quarterback was garbage. He didn't do anything. Yeah, but he was the starter. So if he was garbage, what's the backup looking like? Um, hot Cali Lincoln-Mayanis. We went from cold yeah. garbage to hot garbage. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Over under started at 48 and a half. It's actually dropped to 47 and a half. So this is one here. You haven't seen a ton of movement really with that line. I think you saw that early movement with the uh, early talk about the transfer portal with Kansas State. Over under, you've seen it just drop a point, but not a whole lot. Sneaky good defenses here. NC State, 25th in the nation, points against allowed. Kansas State, 41st in the nation, points against allowed. Kansas State's offense, 11th in the nation, is scoring. Again, deceptive. Quarterback's not playing. you got to throw that number completely out the window. I think these are two really good defenses here. So my play here is the under. How about you, Beef? Oh, man, you asked me too. I got to go with Kansas State. Give it to me. All right. 
And how about you, AJ? I'm taking the defenses that have my back. These D's get dancing in the bowls, and they take the under for me. Yep, I like that feel. We got the Bolero Alamo <laughs> Bowl down in San Antonio. We got a great matchup. One of the best bowl games of the season. Man, oh, man, we got the wild, hot Wildcats from Arizona versus Oklahoma, the Sooners down on the Plains. What you got on this yes. one, Matt? Yes, sir. So Wildcats started out minus one. You've seen that jump to minus two and a half. Over under, a bit of a surprise here. It started at 64 and a half, dropped to 62 and a half. So just two points, but a little bit surprising. We all know the story about Oklahoma, you know, in Gabriel in that situation. Um, so it's a little bit hard to read what their offense is going to be. However, Arizona 18th in the nation in points scoring on offense, 31 on defense. This was a very legitimate nine and three football team. I think mm -hmm. you go back two years ago, they were a complete dumpster fire of a, of a system of a, uh, of a college football program. So the seat who was there, who was the coach that made all that happen? Was that so, Dick Rod? No. When was no. he there? Uh, well before then. Well before then. Right. Um, no, yeah, it was He's, well. It, he started. Well, someone still, was there. Someone was there for a while. Um, the old uh, Texas A&M coach went over there. He wasn't terrible. Oh, he yeah. didn't do a whole lot. When he transitioned, they brought in somebody I can't recall. I mean, I think they won one game in two years. It was a really bad situation in Arizona. Um, just so to see them nine and three playing in the Alamo Bowl, huge win for or huge confidence boost for that program. Oklahoma cannot be thrilled. Ten and two, missing out on everything. They don't care. Lay the points. Give me the Wildcats. How about you, AJ? Oh, man, I'm ready to get wild with my Wildcats, baby. Give me Arizona covering. I like it. I like it, too. How about you, Beef? I want to go against the grain since you both picked it. I mean, Oklahoma is a top-tier program. They're recruiting well. They got all kinds of momentum, even though their quarterback lost. Give me the Wildcats. I'm with you. Yes. <laughs> I thought it was yeah. going to be three in a row. You went against AJ and I, so I was worried. Let's go Arizona. But, yeah, Big Ten backers, man, that is our show. Matt, as always, we love that you come on here, talk some ball with us, get us those big bets. And, boy, is my wallet thanking you because you made us some money this year. Get us on out of here, Steve. Oh, thank you all, Big Ten backers. Thanks for all the comments, man. There was a lot of people that joined the show today that haven't been on here before, at least making comments. So we appreciate it. I believe that you are about to skip out on a commercial for the second time to end the show. So put that shit on. We're <laughs> no. going to get docked points, bro. I always We're going to get docked points. Let's I always pay that pay shit. Right. Anyway, watch this commercial. Big Ten backers are out. We love you. Thanks God bless. Again, Matt. God bless. Thank you all.